Hello again, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to everybody's favorite convention-related podcast, Con Job. This week, Ryan and Alexa are going to do a review of Huntsville Comic and Pop Culture Expo that took place this past weekend in Huntsville, Alabama. So without further ado, Alexa, how goes it? Hola, tired, sore. <laughs> we have a uh, we also have another special guest on the show today to go over this review with us. It's uh, Mr. Tim Hyde. Tim, friend of the show. How are you? The friend of apparently the best friend of uh, the show. Apparently, well, we have one, so that helps. We appreciate yes. that. <laughs> And we're also going to try and get uh, try and get Jeremy back on. He was on a couple weeks ago to talk about the show, so we're going to try and get him back on to to go over a little review, and we'll try to drop that later this week as well. So, um, you guys were there. You guys were there on Thursday for setup. Why don't you tell me a little bit about that? Because we came in Friday by the hair of our chinny chin chin. So, tell us how it was. Um, well, <clears throat> I think I was the only one that actually got there on Thursday because I think Tim was, uh, Tim was lollygagging and, uh, looking at antique stores as well. Um, you know, getting in was pretty, uh, pretty simple. You know, you drove right up cause you can drive in. Um, you know, there was not a lot of people there. Um, I unloaded, pulled right underneath in the, uh, the parking garage and that was it. Yeah, and this was the uh, the Von Braun Center, and right. uh, I we we showed up Friday. Um, obviously, didn't get to drive in, but we, they let us pull up right to the gates. And it's funny because they the show started at two; they were closing those gates at one. We got there at like twelve fifty, and uh, the guys like you got ten minutes, so we went and you know unloaded everything. But ours are we've said many times ours are just in suitcases, so it's kind of easy to to get everything in there. But still, I took I took more than ten minutes. I'm not gonna lie. But he closed the doors. So I had to drive. I had to. He left the regular door, but the big bay doors were closed. But he was a man of his word. <laughs> yeah, they. Uh, it was kind they of. Run nice, a, they run a tight ship. They run a they, tight ship. They they did what they were supposed to do, and you know that was good. So yes. Um, Tim, how was the setup for you? Uh, it was really easy. I mean, I, I like I said, I'd done it last year and you know previous years. Um, it's always been a really easy load and. Probably in the top ten percent of conventions as far as easy accessibility. Uh, I know if you get there Thursday early enough in the day, you can actually drive directly onto the floor, um, which I know a lot of people for a lot of people have a lot of stuff is a really big benefit for a lot of people. Um, but yeah, it's really easy. It took me about I drove and so I drove up right to the loading duck doors in the back took out my stuff, made two trips and parked my car under the garages directly underneath you know, the convention center, which is great. It's really easy, accessible to walk up a little staircase and you're there. So definitely easy. 10 out of 10 as far as easiness of setup, which definitely, is great. Definitely agree. And when we get to the, uh, when we talk about breakdown, we'll talk about that, that trip down to the garage. Cause that, that was another thing that was pretty easy, but I digress. Um, uh, so as far as the ease of the show, I thought the the, the vendor hall was was a pretty good size. Um, the spacing, I thought was, I don't know, I would say it was probably overly cautious as far as the width of the aisles. Would you guys agree? Uh, 
I feel like you guys had <laughs> 10 foot aisles. I feel like we had 75 foot aisles, but t- they were probably, I thought they were probably closer to 15 to 20, but I thought they were pretty big because we were in artist alley. You guys were both on the vendor side. Um, but I mean, we were relatively close. We were spaced out from our, from our neighbor. Um, but, but the, I felt like the aisles were, were a pretty good, pretty good width. You know, and maybe they were ten, but they looked closer to fifteen. But I mean, that's not a complaint. I don't mean it like that. I was just saying I thought they were I thought they were overly cautious, which in you know now nowadays you can't be too overly cautious. I mean, for me, size wise was actually really accurate. I think fifteen feet. I think you're completely off. I'd love to sell you some Brazilian crystals. Um, because or yardsticks, yeah. Because <laughs> the, the size and the offshore was way off. I mean, they're, they're most aisles. I don't think I saw an aisle that was wider than twelve feet, with the exception of the aisle that uh, that I was on. Correct, but even then, I don't think that was more than fifteen. Oh no, it was it was twenty five. Well, twenty five yards. So. Uh, well, that's seventy-five feet. <laughs> no, that's Canadian. Maybe, maybe you need, maybe you need the crystals. Maybe you need the crystals. No, I'm selling them. It's different. <laughs> yeah, well, getting high on your own supply, yeah. apparently. Um. So, all right. So then, let's talk about this. Was the first? Was this the first year they went to a three-day? Right. I believe it was. Yes. Yeah. It was. So, um, I, I'm always leery when shows do that, but um, so I, we never did it in the past. Um, how, how did you, I know Tim, you were definitely there last year. What were your thoughts on that? As far as, you know, was it worth it? Was it not worth it? What do you, what were your thoughts there? We'll, we'll get into the, the, the number of people and all that stuff after this, but I just, overall, what were your thoughts on going to the three day? Yeah. Like you mentioned, most shows going from two to three, it rarely ever works. They'll do some silly preview night where you're just basically sitting around for three or four hours, five hours, you know, trying to make money and pay your hotel an extra cost for being there for an extra day. Um, this right. one was definitely not that. I did, I think, 30, I want to say about 38% of my sales on Friday. So, you know, more than a third, which is good. That's uh, a nice little even number and helped out. I mean, I, I had covered cost already on Friday, which is obviously a kind of a goal for a lot of people, including, you know, probably everyone right. on this, you know, in the industry is always, you know, that first day, if you can cover your cost and then you have Saturday and Sunday left, that's great. And yeah, uh, the people showed up and yeah, I think it was great. I have much better. I did about, about 35% more for the three day than I did for the two day. So it was obviously oh, okay. it was much more worth it. Obviously that covered the one X actually there was the same actually the same amount of time I was there because I got there Friday morning or after, you know, relatively 10 AM on Friday. I got there. Like I think 15 minutes later, uh, the previous show that was a two day show. Cause you just got there and set up, you know, I drove the right. same length. I see at the same hotel. Actually, I left the preschool at the same time. And, you know, got there on the sandwich. For me, having the extra day was great. It was just no joke, free money because I was yeah, already yeah, going to yeah. be there. The only difference instead of sitting in my hotel room, I was sitting at the booth. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I thought the Friday, it started out kind of slow. Like we had a, where the entrance was, the artist alley was was right by the entrance and we were pretty close. We were like the third row over right on the, right on the door side, which so I thought we had a real good spot. But it seemed like everybody that got there, you know, on the Friday when they first got there made a beeline right for the celebrities, which was in the back closer by where you guys were. 
well, I wouldn't even call it the back. It was really the side, but, um, but I, the, the sales picked up, I'd say a good 30, 30 minutes to an hour in, they really picked up, which is, you know, Tim, you and I spoke at the show and that's, you know, that's kind of par for the course there at least. So, um, I thought the Friday was good. Uh, Alexa. Um, Friday was good. I, I was pleasantly surprised with Friday. Um, just because, I mean, I'm, I'm so used to Fridays at shows that I've done here, you know, in the past year and a half being terrible. Right. Um, you know, either the show floor is so big that you don't see a good portion of the attendees, you know, with, uh, with some of the major shows or just the fact that people aren't attending on Friday. And it was only two to seven. So it wasn't like it was, a uh, you know, 12 to seven, you know, it wasn't like a super long day. Um, so I thought the, I always like when the Fridays, when they do that, assuming that they get this ticket sales, you know, like I, I hate being there for eight, 10 hours or whatever it is when, when, you know, people are at work and they're, you know, they have it running at like, you know, noon on a Friday, you know, two o'clock on a Friday, you might have a little bit better chance of, of people, you know, taking out of work early to get there. I thought, but I thought that was good. Um, so then I guess Saturday, obviously Saturday, I thought was a regular Saturday, right? I mean, did you guys have any issues with Saturday? I thought it would, the, the attendance was really good. Yeah, I mean, they, they had kind of similar what happened on Friday as well, where the first hour of the show, I was a little nervous uh, just because really <laughs> yeah. everybody ran to the, the Jason David or Frank line. There must have been at least right. three to 500 people fill up that whole entire wall. Um, you know, they went over the other celebrities. I would say 50% of the floor was in the celebrity area for about the first probably i would say honestly close to noon and then once it hit noon they made up for it they went and did their thing and they came right onto the vendor floor and you know spent quite a bit of money on in the vendor in the artist alley area which was great i mean we obviously all need it um and you know yeah, and they yeah. gave it to us it was great yeah i i agree i agree what were your guys thoughts on the the mask like obviously we had jeremy on and the the masks were required. He came over the loudspeaker each day when we kind of first opened and mentioned it. Um, I, what were your guys' thoughts with the people there with the masks? Most of them were pretty good about it. You know, I, 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 I saw a few people that weren't wearing masks. And look, I, you're going to have those stinkers. You know, it, yeah. it's going to be. And everywhere. it's funny when you. It's funny when you said they weren't wearing them. It's not even – the ones that I witnessed, a couple of – I mean, it wasn't a lot. But the couple couple of the ones had – it wasn't even like the mask was like lower. You know, they it was off. Like it was in their pocket. Yeah. It wasn't like it was just under their chin. It was like they came in without one, it seemed like. But, you know, but they, they – I saw them – I did witness one of the security guards come up to the people and go, hey, you know, we're master required in here. Do you guys have one? And one of the person – one of the people did. The other person didn't, so he handed them a disposable one to put on, so – so continue. I didn't mean to interrupt, or did I? Uh, you did not. Okay. So continue, please. <laughs> I mean, uh, that's <laughs> it. I mean, I think the masks were were mostly mostly on, but you know, you had a, a couple of a uh, couple of spotty ones, and of course, they're all weekend long. I heard complaints because Alabama um, and Huntsville lifted their mask mandate at five p.m. on Friday. So, you know, people were like, why do we still have to wear masks? Ah, rah, 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 grumble, 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 wine, wine, wine. <laughs> oh, I love that. But 
but yeah, everybody, I thought everybody complied or, you know, or attempted to, I mean, you know, obviously some noses were out, but I, and I did, I applaud the convention center security, at least for, for the one that I saw that was right in front of our booth. I mean, I'm sure it happened elsewhere too, but I saw the guy walk up and say, excuse me. And he was really nice about it. So that, that was good. Um, Tim, you have anything to add? Um, I'm actually going to kind of disagree with you guys a little bit on this one. Um, okay. I actually I like thought it. I like that it. the masks were probably one of the, probably the mask wearing was definitely at the lower amount of the cons I've been to recently. Um, obviously, Jeremy did a great job. Is nothing. It's no reflection on the convention in any way, shape, or form. I think it's just the that particular fan base in that area when they you know when they lift the, the restrictions. It's people are not going to follow the rules because they feel like they don't have to. And there's quite a few people. I, I counted probably at least fifty to a hundred. Um, Oh, yeah, wow. and I don't know. Maybe it was just my aisle was you know they were attracting all the non-mask wearing people. I saw a couple people. Uh, you know, the one thing I will say, even though there was a lot of you know masking, I didn't really talk to many people that did. And the people that came up, they tended to keep their distance still when they talked. So I didn't feel completely uncomfortable, um, and it didn't like you know cost me any sales or you know there was no issue about it. You know, no one was like, hey, put on your mask or. Don't put on the mask. They, they yeah. weren't going around telling people, don't put, hey, you shouldn't wear a mask or whatever. Like everyone was kind of just minding their own business, which is great. Everyone just kind of did their own thing. Um, but the one thing I did see Jeremy, the owner of the show, do was someone didn't have a mask. And they clearly walked into the show without a mask. And I guess the security was trying to catch up and they couldn't. But Jeremy um, found this person and said, hey, you need to wear a mask. It's required for the convention center itself. And, you know, it's the contract we have in place, whether the mandate there or not, doesn't matter. This is a private building and we don't follow, right. you know, we have to follow the contract that we have and told the person, and the person kind of was like, uh, I don't have one. So Jeremy walked him over to a vendor and the guy bought a mask from the vendor and put it on. Oh, <laughs> very like cool. a, he got the little very assist, cool. you know, it was Kobe throwing down to Shaq for the dunk for the uh, sales there on <laughs> getting the mask. I thought that was, that was really <laughs> great. Oh, that was cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So I think, I wonder how much that had to do with us being closer to the door. And as they, maybe when they first came in, you know, we were got by security in the first part of the door, they had it on and then maybe they got past our aisle and we're like, all right, screw this. Maybe. Maybe that's the only thing. Cause I didn't see that. I mean, I did see some people don't get me wrong, but I wouldn't say it was that high of a number. I mean, so yeah, no, it's possible. I don't I, think I, it was I, a problem though. It wasn't something where people were no, clearly I like, I, like I didn't feel uncomfortable. I don't think any, hardly anybody, to be honest, I don't think anybody felt uncomfortable about it. I just happened to notice it more. I don't know why in particular. Um, I just happened to notice because more. it's not, it's not normal. Yeah. It's very true. It's not normal yeah. now. It, it looks so weird to see somebody's lips now. It's so weird. <laughs> I will tell you, there's a couple of guests that uh, that were not masked for most of the weekend, which was like kind of crazy to me. There was a couple that weren't surprising at all, but that was uh, that was the thing that I noticed. But I was also facing the guests most of the weekend on a, a lower traffic aisle, so I was able to see that a little bit more. So as we start kind of winding down, though, I thought – just kind of going briefly over Sunday, I thought Sunday was, was also pretty good, but it's still along the same lines of 
there was like a lot of lookers and a lot of kind of going to the celebrities early. And, and again, it picked up a good hour or so into it is when it really started. But I thought Sunday closed very well. Do you guys, did you guys have the same experience? I wouldn't go that far. The, yeah. <laughs> no? okay. I would not go that far. The, the, the middle of the day for me okay. was pretty good, but the, the beginning and the end was, uh, was pretty darn slow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know Alexa, you and I were talking early and we were like, Oh, what's going on? But then it started kind of picking up. Go ahead. I mean, Tim. I think one thing people tend to forget, I know we've all been out of this for like a year, year and a half, but you know, the more shows you do in the South, the more you realize that on Sunday, a convention doesn't start until noon or one o'clock. I mean, you know, I would say you probably have a majority in the South, half the attendees in that day are sitting in a church or something church related or, you know, something related to that whole area. And they're not going to get out until 11 noon, whatever, or go do these things or breakfast or something. They do not get out and, you know, get to the convention center at at nine 30. They just don't on a Sunday. And so I think that's why I always expected kind of lower expectations for Sunday and morning to start. They did fill in, I would say right around noon, um, typically like it was almost every day. Um, whereas just they filled in at noon and they spent, but the Sunday hours for spending for these people was very minimal as far as the amount total. I think probably from about 12 to three was where you're going to make about 80% of your money on Sunday. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Although we had, uh, I guess I wouldn't even call it a, a rush, but we had about eight to 10 sales in the last hour. Uh, just kind of people as they were walking out, which I, you know, obviously you're always a big fan of that, but cause it, you know, always that last hour or so is always just like, all right, is it time to go yet? You know, cause should I start breaking down early? You know, stuff so, like that. Well, so while we're on that topic, um, can I ask you guys a question related to that? No, absolutely not. And recording that. <laughs> um, no, actually, I think a really good Go question ahead. that should be discussed is what did you guys think of the hours of the convention? Because obviously that's something that's really important in this industry that a lot of promoters don't seem to really care about. They just do the cliche hours, whether it doesn't make sense for the area or the attendees or anything. How did you guys feel about the, the hours of the show? I believe it was two, what, two so to let's, seven let's start on with, Friday, yeah, 10 two, to six uh-huh. on Saturday and 11 to five on Sunday. That sound about right? Yeah. So, yeah, that's exactly right. Um, I thought the Friday was a good number. Um, it could have possibly been two to six, but I didn't gripe about the seven because, you know, I, I, like you always kind of said, or like you said earlier, it's it's kind of found money. It, essentially, it, as, as long as you're kind of making your, you know, making your, your cost back on that first day, it's kind of found money. So I, two to six might have been okay, but I didn't, I didn't gripe about the, the extra hour. Alexa? I think they could have shifted the hours, um, you know, and done like a, a three to seven and been fine um, or done like a, maybe a three to eight and been fine. Um, but I, I noticed a drop off towards the end of the day. And I don't know if that was because a lot of the, the you know, the celebrities had already left or, you know, or, or what the cause on that was. Now I've seen some that have done uh, that Friday would be like a five o'clock start. And I think it would be like five to nine or something like that. I, and I've seen that happen, which I kind of like because then you get into the people are off work or have a better chance of getting off work by five on that Friday. What What about you, Tim? It, I think it really depends on the show. Um, I personally 
unless I'm flying in somewhere, I don't really like the five to nine late thing. Mm-hmm. I, I just, it's, it just makes for a long day. Cause no matter what you're going to get there at a certain time to set up, which is probably going to be from 10 AM to, you know, 1 PM or something. And then you kind of wait around and set, you know, maybe grab lunch or something, but then, you know, you have to eat dinner at what? 10 PM. I, and then you don't get to bed till yeah. midnight. And then the next day the VIP is at 9 AM and you got to be up at seven. You know, it just ends up being kind of makes. <laughs> I'd rather have my energy for Saturday than than waste it on a yeah. late night on Friday at a show when you're going to make the same money, whether it was from five to nine or from two to six or wherever. Yeah, no, that's a good point. That's a good point because the Saturdays can be a grind, and obviously that's when you want, like you said, you want to have your energy because it's you know you're you're you know you're you're doing most of your work on that day, and it's, it's usually the longest obviously. Um, but I didn't have, a, I didn't have any, you'd mentioned when you fly in, cause you're right. That when you're flying in, I'd prefer the later start because it's, it's much easier to find a flight that gets there, you know, around two ish. So if it starts at two, you have to try to, you have to come in the extra day early, which kind of sucks, but, um, yeah, yeah I think- that's all I got for that. Yeah, the the only that. gripe I think I had with hours wise is Sunday that show can end at three o'clock or four. It was, it was uh, absolutely bad. I, I, I wish, I wish we would have went to Saturday first, but I completely agree with you. I, I can't stand the Sundays that, that end at five because it's always, always a, a dead hour. I mean, contrary this time we had that, that little rush at the end for people leaving, but I, I think that would have happened if they ended it at three, the people would have yep. been leaving at two and stopped by. I think it would have been the same exact thing, but, but then you run into the conundrum of, do you start it at 12 because of church? I mean, is that, but does that just, and does that all just because of location though? Like depending on location, because obviously in the Bible belt, it's different, you know? I think 11 to four at 90% of conventions around the United States is the exact amount of time that you need to be. Yep. Period. I agree. Okay. And then Saturday, you guys didn't have any issues. I thought with that it was time? perfect. I, 10, you know, 930 for VIPs, yeah. I believe, which, you know, obviously he's always, so they ran all, they yeah. all ran over to the Jason Air Frank line, basically. And then the ending at six, I absolutely love. I think six is the perfect time to end a Saturday show. That's not crazy. Cause it started dying around like, I think about five to five thirty kind of started getting a little bit more okay, not consistent, not a lot of flow. Still people straggling along and still making purchases, but nothing crazy. But you know, the fact you can go get dinner and be eating by seven and then out of there like say seven thirty and yeah, back of your hotel at say eight instead of nine or nine thirty, that it does help out a lot. And especially for us rookies who uh feel like old men and women after not having all these conventions and then doing a full show, man, my knees are aching. My feet hurt. My back sore. You know, I, I feel like I've aged a hundred years you know, in this past year uh, <laughs> doing these shows. Cause I don't know about you guys, but I was feeling it on Saturday at the end of the day. So I'm glad it kind of shaped off that hour. We could go eat and be in my uh, hotel bed for another hour. Imagine if you were able to go, uh, Go sit in the car because you were cold if you wanted to for a couple hours. I don't know. I don't know anybody <laughs> that would ever do that. No, no, we won't. We won't talk. Oh about man, that. that's uh, <laughs> yikes. That's a lot of yikes. And and so so then I guess the last question then would be, would you guys do it again? Because I know he mentioned it. He came over to loudspeaker at the end and said it's gonna. You know, they had the dates for next year. It's another three day show. Would you do it again? 
I, I would. I mean, I, you know, I, this year didn't meet my expectation. Um, but, you know, part of that was, you know, my booth placement and the type of booth I had. So, you know, I would absolutely, absolutely 100% do it again, just to, to do it in a non COVID time and, you know, and give it a fair shot with the kind of booth that I'm used to. Yeah. Tim, how many times uh, have you done it in the this past? This will be my third. Is this your second? Okay. Um, I would definitely do it again. I've actually every show's gone up in sales. So if I can keep that model going, then absolutely I would gladly be back. Um, I will say this, and this is a tipping my hat to Jeremy. This was my most amount of sales in one show since, you know, quote unquote, you know, C19 started. So as of you know when it all stopped in march of 2020 this is actually was my total sales highest show that i've done since then oh very nice well hopefully we can get uh get jeremy on uh, before the end of the week to uh to let him know that but no i i as for us i think we would as well i don't have any um I didn't have any gripes about the show. We, it was a, you know, we drove, so it was almost 12 hours. The only gripe I have about it is the number of antique shops that are located on the way. <laughs> that's the only, the only, that's my only gripe because <laughs> she made us stop quite I often. I believe that, uh, that Tim actually uh, might've stopped at some of those same, uh, same antique stores. And Tim, I appreciate the fact that yeah, you did, I did you a know. huge favor. So thank you. I saw so much of this like <laughs> yes. white farmhouse chic, just right up your <laughs> lovely wife uh, Meg's alley. And I did not message her or you or anything because I was trying to think of your wallet because I know for a fact when you left, your wallet was nice and thick. But by the time you got home, it was thin, and you didn't spend any money on anything related to the convention or anything it was just all just buying fun antiques on the way home so i hope you turned a profit even though yeah, you know yeah. you're coming home with a lot of stuff we, but I'll, i haven't actually run the numbers yet but i think we might break even we'll see Love it. <laughs> so do you guys have anything else to add no i think uh i think we kind of covered everything all right. No, I'm Tim, good. You got Thank you game? guys for bringing me on, and um, I hope everybody had a great show. And I hope uh, we're on to SC next weekend. Yes, we will see you guys next weekend, Tim. Thanks for coming on with us, and uh, we will talk to All you guys right. next week. See you later.